Tapping into the power of habits is not just about discipline and willpower hacks. By pairing up these hacks with sound biblical principles, you can make real progress on the actions that will fuel your goals. Listen in to episode 98 of Just One Simple Thing, where you'll get three tips for breaking bad habits. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Welcome back, friends. We are firmly into the second month of the new year. I know you were really serious about those goals and plans you set up back in January, but maybe you've had a hard time getting started on them. It can take a while to get that ball rolling and gain some momentum. That's where habits intersect goals. When you're trying to make the changes it takes to reach your goals, a bad habit can trip you up. Let's say you have a goal to write 500 words on your book three times a week when you get home from work in the evening. But you've gotten in the habit of scrolling through Instagram after dinner to relax. And no matter how many times you tell yourself you're only going to scroll for 10 minutes and then get to writing, an hour or more has gone by and now it's time to get ready for bed. Your scrolling habit has sabotaged your goals. Let's look at some biblical inspiration and practical application to break that habit. For a concept that has such power to help us make transformation in our lives, habits are not specifically mentioned in the Bible very often. And when they are, it's almost exclusively about bad habits. A bull in the habit of goring, young widows in the habit of being idle, and people giving up on the habit of meeting together. By looking at these bad habits in the Bible, we can find some strategies for taming our own bad habits and work on some practical ways to implement them. First, Exodus 21 talks about what the Israelites should do with a bull that gores a man or a woman. If it kills a person, the bull is to be put to death, and the owner is not held responsible. But if the bull is in the habit of goring, the owner doesn't pin him up, and the bull kills someone, both the bull and the owner are to be put to death. That's brutal. What's the owner guilty of? Not pinning up the bull. Not putting a barrier between the bull and his victim. One way to break a bad habit is to create a barrier between ourselves and the habit, something that makes the habit difficult or unattractive. In our Instagram scrolling example, perhaps you could put your phone in a basket on your way to the door every evening and not take it out until you finish your writing, literally pinning it up to break your habit. In his book, Atomic Habits, author James Clear calls this making the thing you don't want to do the hardest thing to do. 
Next, in 1 Timothy 5, Paul made some recommendations for young widows. Rather than remaining unmarried and getting into the habit of being idle and gossiping, he encouraged them to marry, have children, and take care of their household. We can also break bad habits by replacing them with actions that are more beneficial or productive. I get it. It's hard to go directly from finishing up the dinner dishes to writing meaningful words. You need some kind of transition activity to get your brain in gear. So instead of the mindless scrolling, you could read a few pages from a writer that inspires you or even outline what you're going to write about. When I'm in the middle of a writing project, before I start writing new words, I'll go back to the best previous stopping place and read up to where I am. That helps me find my groove again. We'll talk more about creating good habits like this in the next episode, but the point for now is to replace those bad habits with actions that are more beneficial or productive. And finally, in Hebrews 10, the writer admonishes the early church to not give up meeting together as some were in the habit of doing, but to instead encourage one another. Having someone who spurs us on and encourages us can help us break a bad habit. This is where accountability and tough grace collide with habits. To get that writing done a few nights each week, it would help to have a partner to check in on you, maybe another writer who's trying to develop a similar habit and would also benefit from some check-ins during the writing time. I actually saw this in action recently in my membership group, The Honor Circle. Stacy and Naomi paired up one afternoon to work on their own goals while touching base using a Facebook group. They appreciated the accountability and stayed on track to get their planned task complete that afternoon. So there you have it, the three best ways to break a bad habit. Put a barrier between you and the habit you want to break, replace it with something more beneficial or productive, and get an accountability partner. Now, for your one simple action step, pick just one habit you want to break or behavior you want to change. Just one. Too much change at once is overwhelming, and we'll talk about that more in the next episode. Make a plan to break that bad habit using these tips. Head to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and download my habit planner so you can jot down your ideas based on these tips. Writing it down can make a big difference. Thanks for joining me for the habit series. Be sure to head back to episode 97, where my friend Merit Ansa shared the three ways that habits can nurture your God dreams. And we'll see you back here for the next episode, where we'll talk about how to create new habits. Invite a friend to join us. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. 
If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.